During my early years of teaching, I didn't implement musical arts in my classroom. Now, I might have brought my guitar in from time to time, especially during winter holidays, and played for my students, but aside from that, that was about it. It was not until I had the opportunity to attend an Eric Jensen workshop that I fully realized the powerful impact of music on the brain and student achievement. More on that in a minute. Welcome to episode 64 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. I'm your host, Steve Hiles, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about music in the classroom. Okay, let's dive right in. I slowly began to incorporate music into the curriculum. I first started with a callback song. Now, when my students were involved in activities such as cooperative learning, partner work, or brainstorming, or whatever it was, and I wanted them to return back to their seats, I would play the callback song, which was Brown-Eyed Girl. And so this is what would happen. Uh, When my kids heard the beginning of the song, they would automatically stop talking, gather up their materials, and quickly, without running, make their way back to their seats. And of course, this was practiced over and over until it becomes second nature. Next, we're going to talk about how I phased music into the classroom routine after a word from our sponsor. Would you like to supercharge your classroom management skills? Well, if you're a brand new teacher, a student teacher, maybe you're a teacher returning back to the classroom, the Teacher Rockstar Academy course is for you. Gain the confidence, the skills you'll need to crush it on day one and beyond. So invest in yourself and enroll now at the TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. That's TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. I promise you that this will be a transformational experience. Okay, moving on. After my students got the callback song down pat, I introduced music with lyrics as children entered the classroom in the morning and departed school in the afternoon. And I kept this up for a few days. And once I felt comfortable, I then introduced music, again with no lyrics, during independent reading time. Then after about a week or so, I introduced music during partner work and brainstorming activities. Before too long, I was playing music a good part of the whole day. I guess this whole process took me less than 30 days, really, to implement it fully. I found it to be one of the best things I ever did for my students, and they really enjoyed it as well. I would recommend that you not rush into implementing music in the classroom all at once. Take your time and only add music as you feel comfortable doing so. Kids today are exposed almost constantly to music of various kinds on television, in malls and office buildings, on their own cell phones or computers. As movie makers know, music can set the mood for any scene. Playing music during classes can change the atmosphere of the class from noisy to quiet, from chaotic to organized. It's an important tool that is not used as much as it could be by teachers. The next thing that I want to address is the beats per minute, or the BPM. The BPM is likely to have real effects on student learning and the mood in the classroom. Like a conductor, you can orchestrate the mood of your class. Theoretically, listeners' physical heartbeats may change 
to sync up with the musical beat. Scientists have recorded brain changes with differing beats. Again, try to match the BPM appropriately to the task or activity you want students to do while the music plays. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk about the type of music I played in the classroom. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Imagine having access to educational products, instructional videos, top-rated teacher podcasts, and articles worth over $1,000 for just pennies a day. Wouldn't that be great? And you know what the best part is? You get a free seven-day trial to look around. So really, what do you have to lose? Check it out. Take a look around. Go to MyTeacherMembership.com. That's MyTeacherMembership.com. I will be adding more and more products each and every month, and you're going to love being part of this teacher membership community. All right, let's continue. Now, as far as the type of music that I played in the classroom, it was mostly from Eric Jensen's CD collections of music. Not all of it was, but a good portion of it was. Jensen has become internationally recognized for his brain-based publications for teachers. He links current brain research with strategies to improve student achievement. Music is one of the key tools he uses to stimulate positive feelings in the classroom. He suggests considering the emotional state you are trying to elicit, the age of the listener, and the types of music that are the most familiar to them. Songs with words should be reserved for special occasions or games. Jensen suggests relying mainly on instrumental music of various kinds. To celebrate the start or completion of tasks, something upbeat can get students inspired. For lengthy writing tasks, calming music with a slow rhythm can aid concentration. Accordance to various brain studies, beats per minute can have a profound effect on the human body and brain, Jensen writes. Songs in the 35 to 50 BPM range will be more calming, while those in the middle, 55 to 70 BPM, will be more moderate for seat work. For activities, the pace might be 70 to 100 for energizers. Maybe 100 to 160 BPM will really rev things up. Lyrical music is best when the activity does not involve memory formation. For example, lining up, cleaning up, finding a partner, greeting students at the door, exiting the class, etc. Music with no lyrics is best played at low volume when engaging in executive functioning. For example, reading, writing, math problem solving, group discussions, things of that nature. Now, once I finished the workshop, that I took from Eric Jensen, uh, I bought a, a $600 Bose iPod sound dock system that I had used regularly in the classroom. Now, let me be clear here. I would not recommend that new teachers go out and spend that kind of money initially. I would suggest just going to Walmart and perhaps picking a CD player up for around 25 bucks or so. Or better yet, if your school offers audiovisual equipment, to request that a CD player be made available in your class every day. Alternatively, you can attach good speakers to a computer or smartphone. Just be sure they can put out sufficient volume to be heard by a classroom full of excited, noisy kids. The point here is that it is not the cost of the system, but rather that appropriate music can assist students with a given activity, and you will want to be able to access music as a teaching tool at any time. Like I mentioned earlier, I'd recommend that you gradually introduce music into the classroom to coincide with your instruction. 
music itself and the technical issues to get it playing can become distractions. So start with a few minutes a day and gradually increase the use of music as you begin to feel comfortable with its use. My friend, we barely skimmed the surface with respect to the advantages of implementing musical arts in teaching your curriculum. There is an excellent book by Eric Jensen that I'd like to recommend to you that is chock full of valuable information and studies. The title of the book is Music with the Brain in Mind. It is an excellent read. I will conclude by saying that one could feel volumes when making the case for musical arts in the classroom. There's overwhelming evidence that music is central to learning. It impacts academic achievement, motor and social skills, and much, much more. Well, my friend, this brings us to the end of this episode. I want to thank you for listening to the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles, and I hope you found a golden nugget or two that you can use regarding implementing music in your classroom. When you get a moment, visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, best practices, and unadvertised free bonuses. Go to stevesclassroomresources.blogspot.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, feel free to share our podcast with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. That would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember, my friend, you got this.